welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm your host, Jill Mokes. Thanks for joining me again this week. This week's episode is one of those really fundamental, is it a lesson? It's a truth. It's a fundamental truth about business. And it's one that once we master this and understand its real importance, it actually can be the key to transforming our business into something more simple, more streamlined, something that's going to really allow you to get results without adding layer upon layer of complexity and should-dos onto your pile. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities building authentic relationships, and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. If you listen to me for a long time, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, this should not be a surprise. The number one fundamental truth that always has been true, that always will be true about building a business is that relationships are queen. Relationships, building relationships nurturing relationships, understanding the fundamentals of relationships are the key to growing any business. And please, please feel free to come at me with some crazy example of a business where relationships are irrelevant, and I will guarantee it will not be true. And the reason I say that is because even if you are selling something that is so far removed from you as the business owner, at some point along the line, however passive the income is to you, your market will depend on the relationships either you have or your brand has with your customers and clients. This goes beyond transactions and numbers, right? This is really about the absolute crux of what has always been true about business. And that is that you can overcomplicate it as much as you like. But building a business is about finding someone who needs or wants something creating that thing and exchanging it with them for something of value, whether that's money or something else. That will always be true. 
So the finding the people and the exchanging that thing that you've created for them for money, that is all about the relationship. It's not about the funnels and the complexities, the systems, the automations. It's not about that. It's about understanding people. It's about understanding people and it's about earning their trust so that they choose you and believe you when you tell them that you have the thing that they want or you can deliver the service that they're looking for. So trust when it comes to relationship building, that's your foundation stone. That's it, right? Think about anything where you're taking a risk. And when you're asking someone to invest in you, at some level for them, it's a risk. They don't know. They don't have a crystal ball. They don't have a crystal ball to tell them that this investment in your service is going to give them the ROI, the, you know, whatever the outcome is that they're hoping for, from working with you. They don't have the crystal ball that assures them that that's going to happen. So you're asking them to trust you. Picture yourself. Imagine if you're doing like a tandem skydive, something like that. Who would you trust to be your partner? Is it going to be someone who you've literally never laid eyes on before, who just straps you to their back and jumps out the plane? Or is it going to be the guy who met you on the ground? Is it going to be someone who has been reassuring you for the last hour before you went up there? It's someone who's really taken the time to put you at your ease, get to know you, tell you all about their experience they have in doing this and how everyone feels the way you do, but it's going to be okay. Everyone gets nervous someone who's really invested in having you trust them because they know that that's what's going to make you feel comfortable about doing the thing, making the jump. It's exactly the same with business. The person who you will trust to invest in is the person who's taken the time to understand what your worries are. They've taken the time to get to know you to understand your preferences, to understand the way that you think. And without any kind of manipulation or disingenuousness, is that a word? I don't know. Do let me know. But without any of that, they are actually really explaining to you that they understand what you need, what you want and that they are someone you can trust. And in business, we do that in lots of ways. We do it when we create content that really speaks to our ideal clients. That builds trust. We do it when we are consistent. You know, there's a reason that everyone harps on about being consistent. It's not for the sake of it. It's not for the love of it. Because sometimes, trust me, there are times when I don't want to do the consistent thing. This podcast is literally a prime example, right? This podcast is something that I commit to putting out every week because that weekly touch point that you and I have together is how you will begin to trust me. And I want you to trust me because I'm trustworthy and I prove it by being consistent. My weekly email goes out on a Monday, come rain or shine. 
because I want you to hear from me. I want you to be used to seeing me in your inbox. I want you to, whatever's going on in your business world right now, I want you to have that little anchor of hopefully comfort, advice, mentorship. I want you to come to expect it and have this comfort of that regularity, that cadence. And that's how we build trust. We build trust by promising something and then delivering on that promise. So if I'm making a promise that I'm going to be putting out this weekly podcast, I want to keep that promise to you. That's really important to me. But it's not important to me because I want the vanity metrics of the number of downloads. I I don't really care about that. For me, it's because the people who will, when the time is right for them, invest in working with me, this is my way of building their trust, demonstrating that I'm trustworthy, I offer really good advice, they get a flavor of my style, you, when you're listening, you kind of have got to know my humor sometimes not funny, sometimes hilarious, mostly hilarious as we know. But you, you know what I mean? It's like you're, you're really getting a true flavor of what I'm like. This is my visibility platform. And I feel like I'm getting to know you. The more I put out these episodes each week, the more I really feel like I'm talking to a group of friends, colleagues, peers, people who need me. I feel like I'm talking to you in a way that I hope doesn't create this kind of crazy hierarchy thing. I hope it's so that you feel we're sitting around and we're having this conversation and I'm sharing with you the truth about building a business because that is the one non-negotiable for me with this podcast is that I don't want to share bullshit with you. I don't want to spread and buy into the kind of guru speak that can really make you feel overwhelmed and inadequate when it comes to building your business. I want to share with you this kind of fundamental truths about growing your business that will never change, that have always been true, will always be true. Because mastering those things, like this one, number one, relationship building, those are the things that are going to set you up for success in the long term. Long-term is a really important concept around relationship building. We are losing the ability these days, I believe, as a society. This isn't just the business landscape, but as a society in general, I think we're losing the ability to be patient. We want what we want, and we want it right now. But the truth is, cultivating really strong relationships It isn't an overnight thing. It isn't putting out a couple of emails or a couple of LinkedIn or Facebook posts and expecting to have an instant, loyal, ready-to-buy following. That's just not how it works, right? It really isn't. Well-nurtured relationships that builds slowly, just like they would in real life. We've got to stop treating the online space differently to the way we would real life relationships because it isn't different. So when people kind of complain about, oh, 
I posted and I only got like three likes and a couple of comments. Well, okay, but I get that that can feel frustrating when everyone else is talking about all of the tactics and tricks and hacks for getting lots of engagement. But actually, I was talking about patience and about, you know, this need for instant gratification, the instant likes, the comments, the, the engagement, the shares, all of those metrics that make you believe something that you actually don't know whether it's true or not. You have no idea whether those likes are from someone who's just going on a liking frenzy. Are they from people who love you and support you and want you to do well, but aren't actually your ideal clients? The truth is that building relationships takes time and it also takes reciprocity. And by that, I mean, I don't mean to teach you to suck eggs. I'm sure you know what reciprocity, oh, am I even saying that right? Reciprocity? I'm sure that's right. Again, do Google. I'm sure you'll let me know if it's wrong. (laughs) But it it does take that. It takes this two-way street. And one of the things that I talk to my clients about all the time when they are not feeling like their social media is getting the traction it should be getting. And one of the questions I always ask is, okay, well, how many people did you interact with today? How many thoughtful comments did you post today? How many messages did you send telling someone that you really loved something they've done just because it's genuinely true you did really love it right and if the answer is well oh no but I'm consistently putting out my content okay that's great but that's half of the answer right patience is about making relationship building a two-way street and being really dedicated to building good relationships deeper relationships Everyone knows how ugh, it is when people just literally connect with you on Instagram or LinkedIn, wherever you like to play. And straight away, they're in your DMs saying, hey, I've developed this program and it's 12 weeks long and it's this and this. Would you like to jump on a call and I'll tell you more about it? Absolutely not. No, I would not. I have no idea who you are. And the fact that you've just bombarded me like that, and a bit like someone running up to you in the street and shouting in your face. I absolutely don't want to get on a call with you. Can't think of anything worse. But if that person, let's put it a different way, has taken time to build a relationship with you, has been supporting your content and really taking the time to share it and comment helpfully and to really genuinely take an interest in in what you do okay well then if and if they have something you want and then they approach you you are so much more likely to think huh okay well to be honest with you I've got nothing to lose by getting on a call yeah I like this person I like the way they do business I like the way they act I like the way they have nurtured this relationship with me yeah I'm up for that and why on earth would we think it's not the same the other way around? Why would we behave any differently to the way that we want people to behave with us? <laughs> like, it's just reminded me of that thing that your parents always used to say, you treat people how you would like to be treated. Do unto others. So patience, 
underrated virtue. Building relationships, it takes time. On the subject of time, there's another thing that when it comes to relationship marketing is absolutely critical, and that is timing. This is really kind of carrying on from what I was just saying about, you know, like diving into someone's DMs as soon as you have connected with them and and copy and pasting your aggressive sales pitch in there. It's like, who, who is doing that still? Please stop. But the thing is, what we, I don't know if it's that we don't want to hear it, but you know me, I'm going to give you the truth. I am going to give you the truth. There is no amount of manipulation, or there shouldn't be any amount of manipulation that will make someone buy something before they're ready. I don't ever want someone to sign up to work with me or to sign up for one of my programs until they're ready, until what I offer is the exact right thing for them. I don't want them to. There's a ton of reasons that I could go into why I don't want them to. One, they're not going to get the results that they want, and that reflects badly on me. Two, they're going to feel resentful if it puts them into a a difficult financial situation. I don't want that because I'm a nice person. (laughs) You know, this this is fundamental, decent human things. So we've got to stop this terrible habit we all have at the moment of trying to manipulate people into making a purchase before they're ready. All of those horrible, horrible, you know, this is disappearing in one hour and in in an hour's time, it's going to cost 10 times as much as it costs right now. Yeah, just no, 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 no. If we just like maintain a steady, really supportive presence who's there offering to help when your help is needed, when your service is needed, then you will be their first choice when they decide it's time to buy. And isn't that what you want? Don't you want those people to just come to you and know that you're the right choice? They know you, they're familiar with you. You've done all the work that I've taught you around visibility. You've done all the work that I've taught you around lead generation, getting people to raise their hand and say, yes, I'm interested. You've done all the work I've taught you about giving people a sales opportunity. But if it's not the right time for them, then also graciously stepping aside and saying, that's okay. And I hope that everything I provide to you for free in terms of my content is still helpful for you. And I'm here when you need me. That's how marketing will feel good to you. Anything other than that will not feel good. We talk about the algorithm a lot. We get frustrated, don't we, with the algorithm? We talk about, oh my God, you know, I'm creating all this content and the algorithm just isn't putting it in front of anyone. I've got this sneaking suspicion that the algorithm is actually a little bit cleverer than we are. (gasps) I know, it's probably obvious it's cleverer than me. (laughs) But by that, I mean, these algorithms are so sophisticated now. And what they actually want, they want two things. They want to keep you on that platform. So there are obvious things that are going to upset the algorithm, like putting links into your posts. And sometimes I do it still, you know, sometimes I do, because to be honest with you, beating the algorithm isn't my number one priority. But there are things you can do like that that are obvious because, you know, LinkedIn doesn't want you to send people off of the LinkedIn platform. So 
Ideally, don't put links in your posts. But there are other things where I genuinely believe the algorithm is built to reward great content. The problem is we don't want that to be the answer. We don't want that to be the truth. We want it to be some devious thing that we can kind of get our wits about us and beat. I don't think that's true. I think if we really want to be successful, particularly on social media, we've got to be creating really great, valuable, useful content. And anything less than that, don't bother because it isn't going to land. For relationship building, doesn't that make sense? Doesn't that make complete sense? Why would LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, threads, TikTok, whatever, why would it put mediocre or less than mediocre content in front of people? Because that would risk people switching off, right? If you've got crap content in your feed all day, some people might say you do. (laughs) If you do, then you need to clean up your feed and get a little bit ruthless with uh, (laughs) cultivating the right connections. But Generally speaking, I think, you know, if, if the algorithm allowed that to happen, that is in, not in the platform's favor. So, you know, let's not pretend that we don't have some control over how the algorithms either reward or punish us. Create, don't be lazy. Don't create crap content. Create really good content. At the same time, remember, relationships will always beat algorithms every time think about the stuff you do see if there is someone that you follow religiously because their content is so good i bet you're always seeing their content i bet you're always getting that in your feed and why because the algorithm gets it it gets that you're enjoying that content it gets that you're always sticking through and watching a video to the end or reading to the end of a post you know, this isn't rocket science. This is create good stuff and it will help deepen the relationship between you and your ideal clients. And building real relationships one by one, interacting in real time with the other person, genuinely caring about what that other person wants and needs and trying to give that to them and helping them without any expectation from them. That's going to always trump everything. An honest conversation is going to trump absolutely anything else, right? So this episode really is, it's about reminding you that you can get as wrapped up as you like in automations, in email sequences, in funnels, in different strategies, in different content, creating new offers, all of the things that absolutely are part and parcel of building a business in 2023. I get that. But if you are neglecting the fundamental truth of how important relationship building is, true relationship building, relationship building that takes time, that takes the right approach, a bit of dedication, a bit of genuine interest in other people, right? Then you're going to struggle. But by putting a spotlight on that trust, that patience, the timing, the genuine engagement, the consistency, then you are absolutely on your way to just creating the business strategy that is going to work for you sustainably. 
and it will keep those customers coming back to you. I'll share this with you. I used to kind of berate myself sometimes for the fact that I would almost get too invested with my clients. And I would question whether that made me a, not a bad coach. I know I'm a good coach, but it I would question whether getting slightly too invested in my clients' lives, in really wanting to be under the skin of their business so that I could give them absolutely best advice in everything and not always having the tightest of boundaries around the way I serve my clients. I used to really berate myself for that because I would say, is it ethical? Is it ethical to almost treat my clients like friends? Is it the right thing to do? Should I be more professional? Should I keep this distance? This was, you know, when I first started out and now... Now, when I think about that, I was literally berating myself for the very thing that has set me apart from other coaches. And that is my ability to build very strong, deep, lasting relationships with my past clients who I still am in touch with and support and they support me. I guess the point I'm trying to make is if anyone tells you that your energy should be going anywhere other than relationship building as a priority, please don't listen to that. There is no other priority higher than building good, strong relationships in your business, relationships with your team, with your potential clients, with your past clients, with your current clients, with your peers. Relationships are the linchpin of growing a really strong, sustainable, rewarding business. That felt good. I enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed this one. Sometimes, you know what? I'm going to share with you a little podcasting tidbit here. There's sometimes when I outline a podcast, and my outlines are very kind of bullet points because I don't do very well with a script. But there are times when I'll outline a podcast and I'll really struggle to make it flow nicely. And I don't know if you notice that sometimes with my episodes. Maybe you do. Maybe you notice that sometimes it's like, oh, Jill's got a bit off piece to there. And it's because I, it's sometimes because the, the concept hasn't cemented fully enough before I'm putting that content out. I'll hold my hand up to that. And then there are other episodes where, um, and I I think this is one of them, where I really feel pleased because I feel like I've managed to articulate really well the point that I wanted to make. And that is such a bloody good feeling. And I want to share it with you because I feel I can tell you anything. I'm an oversharer, whatever, get over it. Okay, listen, have a fantastic week. As always, if you want to reach out to me and book a growth strategy session where we talk about all things like this. If there's something I've talked about today that struck a chord with you, book a session with me. It's easy to do. JillMokes.com forward slash book. All right. Well, listen, have a fabulous week and I will see you again. Same time, same place next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears, and expand more minds. 
Until next week, bye for now. 